Hey, this is Richard Dweck. Uh, it's what the heck with Richard Dweck. This is episode six, I believe, or five. I think it's six. Um, I will start by getting into this by talking about uh, patience. Patience is a really thing I struggle with a lot. You know, I'm very much a part of the me generation. Like generation Y, and like you know, I've talked about that before. How we just want everything now, and that's sort of my issue. You know, I'm very grateful though for what's been going on. Uh, a comic friend of mine and uh, improv guy. He's uh, his name is uh, Jay Hernandez, and he has a very interesting life, and he has a podcast called Minds, and my episode is going to be released soon. Uh, he's just getting back into it. Um, I know he's got, like, a real job as, like, a... He has, like, cleaning service, house cleaning service, and, you know, he's just hustling and, you know, trying to do what he loves and balance work and balance his kids, and, you know, I feel like such an asshole. I've been, like, asking him for the past year, like, every month, every other month, like, when's the episode coming up? And I feel like such a douche because... And I hate doing it because he's, uh, busy. And he has life, and he has stuff going on, and I get that. And I want to be empathetic. But also, I really want to share that episode, and I'm happy that's coming out soon. Very soon. And, uh, it'll be interesting to hear what my views on comedy were a year ago. You know, I love that I've... I think I've evolved so much from that point where I was just, you know, I was still in that honeymoon phase of loving, you know, kind of liking the social aspect of comedy, the comedy scene where I've been, and now that's kind of dissipated a little bit, I think it's gone down a little bit, you know, there's, I mean, comedians aren't, I've talked about this before, aren't very good social people. So, there's a lot of stuff that's going on that I just don't fuck with, I guess. You know, there's a lot of trash talking, there's a lot of different clicks and stuff, and I just think it's stupid. You know, I think some people who are more clicky and are putting on shows, and I'm not getting put on them, I don't know why. Maybe something I said or did, that's definitely possible, because I'm an asshole, but... I think it's because I have such a high standard, and, you know, I'm, I can be overly critical, I think, you know, I think that's what we, you all, what we all do, what happens with people like me, you know, if you are passionate about something, you want people to be as passionate about it as you are, you know, I think what annoys me most in comedy nowadays is a lot of people have taken over to become more of a political statement, you know, and, you know, that's, you know, I'm a progressive person, I'm progressive politically, I'm independent, I definitely don't agree with the, uh, major, uh, the main Democratic Party, I think, you know, I think I'm disenfranchised with that as many others are, you know, uh, but I think it's just become sort of this 
place for people to speak about that and, you know, share their opinions on that. But not really offer anything to stand up or really do care about stand up. I don't think as many people that are doing it in my area love it as much as I do. And that's a douchey thing to say or assume. Like, I think there's a hefty amount that you know, love it and they're doing well and I wish I could be on their, you know, level. And that's sort of what I've been working towards. No, I love uh, stand-up, and I think it just annoys me so much that some people just look at it as a way to just spread their message and, you know, promote something, promote a political agenda. And a lot of these people, like, what annoys me is, and I hate to be a snob about it, but they're not comedy fans. They're not comedy nerds. I'm a comedy nerd. I love stand-up comedy. I love comedy in general. I love, you know, improv. Whose line is it anyway? I love, you know, comedic movies and actors like Steve Carell. And, you know, and I love stand-up itself from legends George Carlin, Richard Pryor, to kind of the new veterans and Kyle Kinane and who has a new special out and uh, younger guys like Ivan Decker, who's a really Canadian comedian. And then people in sort of my range, the amateur comics that I think are fantastic, like Andy High Roller, who also did an episode of the Minds podcast, and uh, Joe McAndrew. Uh, I think, you know, those guys, you should sort of look up for them, and they're great. But I feel like no one... I feel like there's a, a general... I feel like there's a gap, you know? between sort of this big scene, you know, they're building their own way, and I think it's really awesome, it's kind of like an old comedy scene, I love old comedy, but I feel like most people that these people are, that I don't really fuck with, aren't comedy fans, they don't understand it, they don't get the whole, you know, thing, I don't know what they like, I don't know what comedians they like, I don't even know if they listen to comedians, or if they attention, you know, it's very weird to me when people do that, I understand loving to perform, I love to perform, I understand, you know, really loving to perform, and that's what you do, but you don't, a singer listens to music, a singer listens to the music that they do, and it just seems very weird to me that you wouldn't, you know, give a shit about the genre that you're pursuing or doing, or know, paying attention to it, you know, I mean, I know people don't have a lot of time, and there really is so much content, maybe too much, but there is enough content for you to look up comics and find out what you like, and find inspiration, and find, you know, what you can do, you know, I'm not gonna name any names, because that would just be horrible to do, and it'll blow up in my face, but it's just, Annoying because you gotta put in you gotta put in something to it if you love it. And I think a lot of people they just coast. They reach their thirties and they're just like settling. And me, I don't think I'm ever gonna settle. You know, I'm always gonna push for greater and always gonna try and get better and get more opportunities. I think people just, a lot of people, 
that I looked up to, and some people I don't get along with, they're sort of the same in that they've, you know, they've kind of settled into that, you know, and I shouldn't judge that, you know, everyone's living their own life and has their own problems, and some people can't afford to, or even want to pursue this as some type of, uh, you know, main career or living, you know, some people just have this as a weekend warrior thing, and that's cool, but even so, you should give a little bit of a shit about it, you know, because it's less shit, you know, it's less shitty if you give a shit about it, that's all it is, it's like, you know, you can't just coast, because if you get on stage like that, while others like me are trying to get on stage and perform, you're taking up our time, it sounds like a mean thing to say, but it's true, you know, uh, no one wants to hear your five minutes that you've accumulated in, you know, maybe under a year, and, you know, it's worked countless times, maybe, but no one wants to, everyone, you don't have to do new materials, per se, but just mix it up, and, you know, really find out that you like it, because you're just not growing. I don't think the person that I'm sort of projecting this to is going to listen at all. But, you know, maybe someone will take inspiration from this. You know, if you love stand-up and you love comedy and you love anything that you're pursuing, you know, a sport or an activity or anything, like if you're going to be a dancer, you should probably learn about that dancing and find other people that are good at it and look up to your heroes and see what they do and see what other people do and really try and improve your craft because if you're not doing that you're taking space away from other people who want it way more than you do you're kind of bumping the line and it sucks because and it's like music or anything or any type of performance thing there's too many people involved you know, it's a mean thing to say, you know, and it's weird thing to think of, like, everything, like, acting, or sports, or anything, there are so many people, and only a few of us, only a few people could actually really make it, I guess, and it's absurd for me to think that I could be one of those people, but at least I have that drive, and I have that, uh, that intention to be one of the best, I want to be, you know, a headliner, that's my thing, I want to, you know, keep getting on shows and keep doing it, and I think a lot of people, they're just, like, settling for being, you know, kind of locally known, or just something they can do, and, you know, it gives them a good group of friends, and some security, but you gotta love it, I think that's just it, you gotta love it. I should name this episode that, you gotta love it. Because that's what you do. I don't know. I've I have more I have higher aspirations and expectations of myself than I should for someone of my uh, skill set and my experience, and that can sometimes bite you in the ass, you know. You can be, you know, passionate, and that, uh, you can be passionate, but the worst habit that I have 
besides being passionate, is being critical of other people's passions, other people's, you know, decisions of what they do in life. And that's not fair, you know? That's not nice, you know? My, who am I to judge what you do with your life and what really happens? And, you know, because you can't live in hate and you can't, you know, be too critical because you're just going to make yourself miserable. If you just hold everyone to your standards, you know. I think that happens with a lot of us, you know. Politically and spiritually. You know, it's like people want people to be like them. There's something of that, you know. There's something to that. I don't know. For me, I'm a very, you know. I like to think I'm a pretty independent person. And like responsibility-wise, I have huge like... Peter Pan syndrome, but, like, as a philosophy-wise, I have this very, like, pop-punk, punk-rock type of, you know, thing of, like, you know, I'm against, um, I don't know the word, I always blink on the word, but, you know, pride in nationalism or, you know, the tribalism, that's it, that's it, that's what I'm thinking of, you know, I'm just very against tribalism, you know, my favorite sports team, my political party, my, uh, my family, it's like, it doesn't matter, we're all one, it sounds kind of hippy-dippy, but we're on this planet together, we're all in this universe together, and there's probably a multitude of universes, and, and, you know, it seems like people just, instead of looking at your flag and, you know, pledging allegiance to your country, I think people should look at a telescope, look into the sky, Google different planets, you know. We are really, you know, so small in the world, in the universe. But people don't think about the universe. They think about their country and their state. And, you know, nationalism is kind of silly, you know. To be proud of where your parents created you, consummated and created you. And, you know, we're exactly on this planet that you were, you know, shot out of your father's walls with your mom. And she came... And she gave birth to you out of her stomach or out of her vagina. And, you know, it's just like it doesn't, it doesn't matter, you know. It doesn't matter where you come from or what's going on with that, you know. There's too much pride in that, too much pride in where you've had no part in it. You've had no, and I think... A lot of stuff that annoys me, too, is I have a lot of empathy for stuff, but I don't think it works. I'm too, uh, I'm too negative, you know. I look at all these kids, and they're really inspiring, the kids that are, um, protesting the NRA and stuff, and, you know, and pushing for gun control. But the Republicans have the Senate. The conservatives are in full power now. And they're not going to listen to us. They're not going to listen to you. And it's kind of bleak to think that. You know, we like to think we can inspire change and that bullshit. But we're not going to, you know. 
they hold they hold Obama back. You know we're holding. You know Democrats are holding, and uh, liberal progressive people are holding back. You know Trump for good reasons. You know you don't want the country to go backwards, but. We just, as my mom says, kick the can down the road. There's no compromise, you know. I kind of got into a bit of hot water talking about this with other comics, because uh, a lot of, you know, my comics that I'm friends with, and I would just think that I learned from them, and I empathize with them, and I know that they've been through stuff and hate that I could never, you know, and racism that I could never imagine. I've dealt with anti-Semitism, but very little. And, uh... My whole thing is I'm kind of sick of the argument between uh, people of that your race somehow determines if you are a uh, terrorist or not. I think that conversation is stupid to have. That's what I get in trouble for a lot. Not just criticizing people's uh, passions, but also like I'm someone who will not chime in on a debate to say, to take a side, I'll just be like, the fact that you two are uh, picking this topic to uh, argue about is stupid. That's sort of my thing. Like, I don't think it's really useful to argue and, like, try to convince or try to change or try to control or uh, um, criticize or parent someone on the other side. Because they're not going to change their mind, you know. Crazy conservatives who believe that there are no such thing as domestic terrorists, no such thing as white terrorists, they're not worth our time, you know. We should be focusing on pushing for, uh, pushing for gun laws and, you know, finding, you know, pushing for policy. But people who don't want to focus on policy, they're too used to being brainwashed by Fox News and those cable news bullshit, where it's just people at a round table. We don't know their we don't know their experience. We just know their name, and uh, they argue and they shout and they bicker. And that's what people do, you know. No one wants to actually think about, you know, what are we going to do to help this? Why isn't stopping? Avoiding people dying in your country from a nonpartisan issue. It shouldn't be a political issue to keep everyone in your country or on this planet safe. I could give fuck all about any, I care less about any country you know, or anything you know, with that. I think it's very uh, silly. Like I said, nationalism or any type of patriotic pride. No disrespect to anyone who served or anything, but I think it's kind of silly to have pride in the country and in anything like that that you haven't accomplished yourself um, on your own. And it's like arguing racists. I can't, you know, stop uh, people of that race who are being uh, persecuted to not fight back, but for me, in that sort of context of this situation with the, that whole argument that's stupid is you don't give those people the time of day, you know. If a meteor, a dangerous meteor, is going to hit the Earth, we should work with the... We should convince the government 
to help our space program more and, you know, really help them, really push them for policy. We shouldn't, you know, argue with flat earthers, you know. And I think that's what people are doing. They're just taking the wrong point. And, you know, it's very hard to uh, explain this because everyone has their policies and their political stuff that they deem important or less important. And I don't think social issues are less important. I think they are important in their own way. But we need to care about issues equally, you know. Yes, the Stormy Daniels thing is important, but also there's poverty in the world. There's people in places like Flint with bad drinking water and, you know, just contaminated stuff. And, you know, there's people, you know, in the grand scope, going back to this, there's people, you know, there's bombings in our country and uh, young people with access to guns and weaponry. And it's just... It doesn't make any sense to focus on these certain topics that everyone focuses on. Like, I mean, like I said, nothing is, you know, more important than the other, but I think we need to care about everything. You know, I guess that's kind of a hippie thing, too. Like, for me, it's, you know, we have so many issues. Like me, I hate Hillary Clinton. You know, she's lied countless times. She's flip-flopped on many occasions. She has a horrible record. and But the one thing she does have a good record on, which I can totally admit and totally objectively admit, you know, she has a great record that she's always been consistent on uh, gun reform. And she's always been against it. And like, she's always been for it. Uh, gun reform against the NRA, and that's awesome. But I wish she was... But if she was as consistent on many other topics and many other uh, policies as she was on gun control, then of course I would have voted for her. But Bernie Sanders was more appealing to me in that he focuses on his actual policies and actual stuff. And, you know, he's recently saying, why aren't we caring about policy instead of covering uh, Stormy Daniels? And I kind of understand that, and I... I think a year ago, or a certain time ago, I would have, a short time ago, I would have agreed with that. But also, what she's been through, and what's going on, it's important too. And that's a hard thing, you know. Uh, many people don't realize this, but we really have not moved the dial as much in terms of progression. Uh, America is kind of really bad at this. America loves to pat itself on the back and say, we're America, we're progressive, we've, we're all about the people. It's like, no, we've had, for years we had racist precedents. We had, you know, we had horrible precedents. It was not too long ago that we had, what was it, 10 years ago that we had Bush? Was, he couldn't, he went to read with ch to children and held the book upside down. He couldn't pronounce certain words or say certain words. Now we have someone who babbles incoherently on social media. I mean, it just doesn't... Just like America doesn't... Isn't great, you know? And I'm not saying any... I'm not saying any other countries are much better either, you know? 
countries just kind of are not, are uh, like that. You can make a documentary on any place in the world, I think. Most places in the world. Maybe not third world countries, but like any place in the world, like America or Canada or whatever, or the UK, and uh, you can make it's spun positively or negatively. And it's just that, because history has done that. You know, I think people ignore history. It took so long for, you know, gay marriage to happen. We should have gotten gay marriage legalized completely in uh, maybe as late as the year 2000. Not like 2015 or 2014, whenever it happened, whenever that bill was passed where all states were legal, and then, you know, the woman got, uh, what's her name? Kim Davis got arrested for her whole thing and not giving out marriage licenses and that whole crap. You know, it should have happened as maybe late as the late 80s, early 90s is when we should have gotten gay marriage. But we don't, and, you know, we still have, you know, discrimination against trans people and people of you know, that are non-binary and people that are, you know, and, you know, we don't, we're not as educated, a lot of people aren't as educated on those topics as much as it is on androgyny and the third, uh, and, um, gender and sexuality, and I just... I shake my head at that. I'm like, if I can, you know, from a quick search through animal, looking at animals and nature and looking up documentaries and everything and learning about something, why can't other people? You know, if I can fact check certain stuff and look up everything and, you know, find out what is true and false on the news and politics, why can't other people? And, you know, it can be hard sometimes to tough pill to swallow that, you know, maybe your favorite politician is wrong on some things, and maybe the person you don't like or don't agree with on most things has a good point sometimes. It's about being objective, because that's what fact is, you know. You can, you can't question that one plus one equals two. You just can't. And I think a lot of people misconstrue don't understand that when it comes to other topics and other things. It's just my opinion. And your opinion isn't any stronger than fact. Fact is stronger than your opinion. And fact is most countries, um, most places in the world are terrible. And they have their good qualities and decent qualities, but it's not perfect. And I think we strive too much for that. You know, that's what kind of is great for me for Make America Great Again. You know, I have a friend who's, you know, an independent too. And his thing is, you know, when has America never been great? You know, there's tons of great things that America has done. And where could we are a better country than most or some? But, you know, either America has always been great to some or... Someone like me, it's rarely been great, or never been great. You can't just say America, uh, 
you can't encapsulate America as the one place you've been in. Because America may have been great for you in New York or L.A. or a major place, but maybe in Wyoming or some places in the Midwest or the South, they weren't as progressive or had as much things going on or as much, you know, it wasn't great for them, you know. I don't understand that concept. And I think uh, it's just easy buzzword, you know, things simple and people don't question it. It's, it's like the Pledge of Allegiance. Why would you have pride in, why would you pledge allegiance to a country that's basically fascism, is being told what to wear, where to stand, what to do with your human body, you know. As long as you're not hurting anyone, you have the right to peaceful protest. You don't have to do anything, you know. All we have to do is take in nutrition, eat right, maybe get enough exercise, shower, bathe, and, you know, be generally good to each other. We don't legally have to do anything patriotic or um, religious or spiritual. We can just be. We can just be human beings. And I think a lot of people are, are against that for some reason. I don't know. You know, it's kind of, you know, we can kind of mean to say, you know, most religious people or spiritual people, they're just afraid of death. And maybe that might be true, but I think, you know, a lot of it can also be, a lot of people say, oh, religion does good things. It's just like a, I forget the word for it. Uh, I wish, I'm always blanking on words here. I'm usually very well uh, thought out with stuff that I say and articulate, I like to think. Um, it's like when you take a pill and it doesn't really work. It's not supposed to really work. It just, like, makes you think that it works, you know? It's just, it's like, um... That's what I think religion does sometimes, you know? It might inspire people to do great things, but you can do great things without without it, you know? My whole uh, view on that, with religion and everything, and, you know, doing good things and good deeds and mitzvahs, as Jews, like, my people would say... It's, you know, if you're just using that, if you're just doing good things to get into heaven or avoid hell, you're just being bribed and, uh, or threatened. You're not really doing it out of the kindness of your heart. If I help someone, it's not because I want anything in return. It's because that's a good thing to do. It's a nice thing to do. And it's a decent thing to do. You know? Just opening the door for someone. Just saying good morning to someone genuinely with a smile on your face. That gives them endorsements. That makes them happy. You don't have to be, you know, for a certain group or a part of a certain group or a part of something or combined with a different or aligned with some type of different group or fashion or anything to do the right thing and now I know morality is you know kind of subjective but shouldn't we all be you know good to each other you know 
I'm kind of like an optimistic misanthrope in that way. I could be misanthropic or misanthropic, however you pronounce that word, but also I think we can be a lot better to each other. It's like, the world sucks, but it sucks less when we give a shit about, you know, it's like with comedy, like what I said. If you give a shit, it's so shitty. And I think that counts for a lot of things. Um, and just sort of, you know, getting really into the meat of this podcast of Richard Rambles and Rants and, you know, I know I don't have all the answers. I'm only 24 years old. I've only lived on this planet for 24 years. I don't know jack about anything but I'm trying to learn and I'm trying to understand and I'm trying to get better and I'm trying to improve myself as a person I think we all are or most of us are even someone like me who kind of questions things and you know kind of kind of like to see myself as a rational person as opposed to most that's you know that's really crapshoot because who knows you know who really knows? And I certainly don't. I'm just giving my observations and my, you know, my viewpoint through what I use and what I've been inspired by. And uh, that's all it. So, thank you for listening. Um, I will be back soon. I think my, in a few episodes, I'll be doing that WrestleMania uh, prediction show, uh, check out, um, Minds, Podcast Minds, of Jay Hernandez's podcast, it's awesome, you know, and, uh, if you're in, you know, the Asbury area, or you can look up Richard Dweck Comedian on Facebook, YouTube, you know, Epic1993 is my, uh, Twitter, you know, just, you know, support live comedy and support art and support science and support humanity. Thank you. Bye.